Episode 76 From Shrooms to Skyrim With Matthew and Hyrule This is episode 76 of From Shrooms to Skyrim with Matthew and Hiram, the show neither about shrooms or nor Skyrim. Those are just the motherfucking parameters. I'm your host, Matthew, the bald bambino, whoop, whoop. joined by Hiram, the blockbuster guy, busting on your block. Yes, sir. The biggest mouthpiece in the Southeast. <laughs> Sadly. Bat Hiram. Batman. The Batman who pods. The Batman that pods. And this episode is brought to you by Sandbar. Sandbar. In Coconut Grove, 3064 Grand Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33133. Home of the Fish Taco. Taco Tuesdays, Whiskey Wednesdays, Ladies Night Thursdays. 35 different beers on tap. 22 different big screen TVs. Go watch the NBA playoffs. Sandbar. And by The Last Carrot at 3133 Grand Avenue. They are open Monday through Saturday, 10.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sundays from 11 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Family-owned, fresh, wholesome eats since 1975, where they serve garden-fresh pita sandwiches and fresh veggie juices. Check them out, The Last Carrot. Yeah, yeah. Hi, how you doing, brother? I'm good, man. I'm just sitting here, got my Batman shirt on, got my Batman mask on. I'm feeling good, feeling good. Can I? Uh, can, can we get some monologue? Kind of set the scene. Oh, Gotham City. I went and saw Doctor Strange last night. God, I wish I was in the MCU. <laughs> I got Ezra Miller running around beating old women in Hawaii. Dude, I love the <laughs> meme so much where it's like. You're more likely to get uh, assaulted by Ezra Miller in Hawaii than struck by lightning, it's, or like, <laughs> or, or like hit the lottery. Uh, <laughs> it's like the probability, like some. I I, th- I think I saw one where it's like with decimal points, where someone actually like did the math, like the probability of getting attacked by Ezra Miller in Hawaii. It's a real problem. The kid's a nuisance. He's a menace. I got Amber Turd. I mean Amber Heard. Running around, <laughs> ruining Aquaman 2. Shout out to my friend Jason Momoa. I got Will Smith slapping people. These movies are going to suck more balls. Well, you know what's going to suck? You know what's going to get sucked? What? The Cockwoman. Uh, 
I feel bad for Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. Oh. Aquaman. He's so beautiful. So brown. So handsome. Rippling muscles. You know who doesn't have rippling muscles? Robert Pattinson has no muscles. He's got a good jawline. Has beautiful jawline. But no muscles. <laughs> Yo, he really If he fought he Jason really, Momoa, he, he really Jason Momoa he really exerted himself him. to move that table, right? I mean, like that was a serious that, push. that was some major effort. That was a serious push. <laughs> it looked strenuous. It did. I think he almost blew out his hammy. Anyways, okay, I'm going to take this thing off. Whoa, you've been the Batman who pops this whole time? <laughs> ha ha! It is I. Hiram. Do you know that I play a game with my daughter where where she calls me pirate dad and I have to <laughs> and I have to do this voice. It's my pirate dad voice. And when we play the game, she makes me talk like this the whole time. I have to do a pirate dad voice and all right, she and she does not let me break character. She's very serious about it too. You've been holding out on us this whole time. Oh, pirate dad. We could have had a pirate pirate. Oh. <laughs> it's pirate dad. <laughs> and then the other day we were playing uh and she's got like um a Disney uh dream castle house, right? Like one of the big ones. Right. My wife put it together. I had nothing to do with putting it together. I suck at those things. My wife is very good at them. So, anyways, but I play with her, right? And so we were playing, like, knock-knock, and I was the lady of the house. So she made me do, like, a, a Mrs. Doubtfire accent. <laughs> Wait, you- uh, yeah, I was the lady of the house. So I was talking like this the whole time, dear. And she would not let me stop talking like that for a good, like, 20 minutes. And finally, like... I, I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to add that on to your list of titles. Hiram, the blockbuster guy, lady of the house. <laughs> lady of the house. Lady, I, I'm the lady of the house, dear. It's my downtown Abbey voice. It's so bad. It's so bad. But she loves it, so I fucking, I'll do anything that she likes. You know? You got a, uh, over there yonder where the, craw- <laughs> where the crawfish sings voice? Jesus Christ. I don't even know the name of this movie, but I've seen it's the preview. It's, it's Over the Yonder Where the Crawfish Sings. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that's the name of the movie. It's a, oh, or it's just Where the Crawfish Sings. I th- oh, maybe that's what it is. Okay, well, we, where the Crawdaddy we, Sings. No, right? I think no, it's, it's crawfish. crawfish. Is it Crawfish? Okay. Yeah, it. I don't know what's going on. So we've I, been to so many movies in the past <laughs> month, and it's the same trailers. And it. If I watch that Elvis trailer one more fucking time, okay? Yo, when he shakes his body... <laughs> The girl starts screaming. I, I'm about to start screaming. Yeah, was, I, I almost had convulsions. Since my baby left me, I'll find a new place to dwell. It's down at the end of Jabroni Street at the Heartbreak Hotel. I've been so lonely. I've been so lonely. I've been so lonely I could die. That was good. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, you, you just right out the gate with a whole lot of voices. Today. I know. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's probably the fucking Red Bull and the monster combo. I'm telling you, sometimes magic happens with me when I have just the right amount of 
Is it a red monster or is it a monster bowl? It's the right amount of amphetamines that are going through my body right now between these two. <laughs> it's funny because you do a lot of voices output, but I hear a lot of voices in my head. So we're kind of. <laughs> you don't think I do? Dude, let's talk about what flavor this fucking Red Bull is for a it's second. It's tropical. Dude, holy shit. This is not what I was expecting. When Yo, you, the best Red Bull flavor is ooh. pear. Pear? Right now. Pear. I didn't even know they had a pear. When's the last time you had a pear? Uh, I can tell you exactly the last time I had a pear. Really? Yeah. It was probably about a year ago during the pandemic. Because we were going to Aldi and they had pears. And I was like, man, when was the last time I had a fucking pear? And I bought a thing of pears and I had a pear and I had some jelly. Like a jelly sandwich with it. I remember. Mm-hmm. Cause pears are underrated. Everybody's already get, all, always getting apples and bananas. I well, here's the thing. But th- pears are pears are really fucking good. They're I, better than apples. I think they have like a serious uh, sugar output, though. Like I think pears are pretty high in sugar. I don't know how healthy they are. Maybe good in fiber, though. Well, I mean, all fruits got sugar. Some more than others. Did you know that? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Wait, was that like a anyway? Dude, I'm being a fucking idiot. <laughs> so of course, of course. Um, listen, man, I'm gonna be really honest with you. Um, I still can't get over Doctor Strange. Okay. And the multiverse of infinite. So you're feeling how I was feeling. Saturday. Yes. When I first saw it. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm thinking a second screening. My wife wants to go see it because I told her my wife's a big Sam Raimi fan um, and she loves Evil Dead. Um, and so when I told her that, like, I felt like a lot of like it's obviously not the same story, but like a lot of it seemed to me like if Sam Raimi had the money and the technology to do Evil Dead, you know, fucking 40 years ago that he does now, that's what it probably would it look like yeah so i've never seen the evil dead and none of that stuff is not really my jam yeah but i've been watching or i've watched like two but i've read more excerpts from his, uh sam raimi interviews lately and he he's a when when he explains stuff you yeah. know like he, he is, is, is a it, like it really makes sense and then when you go look at the films and right. what happened oh dude he's i mean you know he's a fucking movie uh nerd uh, you know, that he got into it because he was a nerd. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. like that generation that came up like as Cause, a as cause, a fan cause, of cause, horror. Because this started going around a few years ago. You know, Doctor Strange was referenced in uh, Spider uh, Spider Man Spider Man Two. Mm, okay, so it's um it's it's on you it's on YouTube. But the scene is when Doctor when they when they're uh, J. Jonah Jameson is there with his, with his editor trying to come up with a name for Otto Octavius, like a headline. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, Dr. Octopus. And J. Jonah's like, no, terrible. And then he's like, okay, uh, this, that, the third. And That's then, exactly how that line went, too. This, that, and the third. Well, well like like he throws out a few words. No, he's I like, know. terrible, terrible. And then he's like, Dr. Strange. And J. Jonah's like, mm, that's good. Already taken, though. And then... And then that's when he turns around and says, "I got it, Doctor Octopus. Uh, brilliant." And the and the guys are like swallows pride. He's like, mm, "Yeah." And then that's when he keeps going like Doc Ock. So, but he's also referenced in uh, the X Men Fox movies. 
No, he's not. Yes, he is. Is he? Yeah. When they go steal the list, when Mystique goes to steal the list, I think like Gambit is referenced and Stephen Strange is referenced. I don't think so. Mm, I think so. I'm, I know for a fact Gambit's referenced. Well, yeah, because that makes sense because Gambit was set to appear. Well, he did appear with Wolverine briefly. Oh, let's not talk about that. But, yeah, so so because Sam Raimi was talking about that because he was already a Doctor Strange fan. Yeah. yeah. And, dude, like, Doctor <laughs> yo, like, coming up in the 60s and shit when he was created and, like, he's this fucking, like, counterculture character. Yeah, dude. And it's funny. They, they were saying the people at Marvel were fucking, like, hippies and shit. Oh, yeah. And because that's who it appealed to. Right. Motherfuckers that were into that psychedelic shit. So there were, like, a lot, like, uh, I, I think one of the comics' name is Steve Dinko or Dinko or uh, Dinko. Steve, Steve Ditko. Ditko. He was, uh, I think he drew Strange for a while. Um, and his work is oh re- yeah, a really, like, psychedelic yes. it's like it's when he Mate. does like the cosmic yo, stuff yo, it's like yo, really like, out like, there like, like like he was the one who first drew the embodiment of eternity oh so yeah so i was reading something uh where sam raimi was talking about the backlash he got on the first spider-man in regards to uh the web shooter portrayal okay but here's the thing i dug it what the 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 webs coming out the of organic it? web? Yeah, yeah. Because, I, didn't, I didn't hate it. No, and it's just like that's one thing, you know. Going from the comics, right? You know, Peter Parker's a smart kid, right? Yes, but making this fucking like military grade material that's like super fucking portable. Okay, so like these fucking cartridges. That in and of itself would have to be a whole movie of how he kind of can create those things, like how he has access to just be able to create something like that all of the time. I think, like, it's easier just like as a as a plot for the story to just make it organic, you know, make it natural, and then you know, because like that's something when you think about, you know, the guys crawling on walls, but right. then it's like. Uh, this high school kid just came up with because when you think about uh the applications that it's used for right you know first of all it's supporting i don't know how much uh like proud pound pounds per pressure or whatever oh, the fuck. Yeah. like when he's swinging <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. supporting rubble he's catching <laughs> people in it like and you know like back like back in the 60s he's doing all kinds of things like fucking like web balls and like so that was really cool the way they did that with the new Spider-Man oh, suit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Is that it's it's like a thing he activates as opposed to like in the old comics like he could just make the web ball. You know what I'm saying? Like it like it, the way I guess maybe the way he shoots or the way he but he just basically shoots. He does this and then a web ball comes out sometimes and then sometimes it's a fucking net and sometimes it's a string, you know. But yeah, so I always dug the organic webbing in the movie because yeah like, that that kind of keeps the right keeps it tight and i like the explanation you know the explanation for the webbing also like that worked i i believe this is going around at the time that like the webbing is organic so it dissolves 
Yeah, just like you know what I'm saying. Like it, it just so I was like, oh, that's fucking that's smart. You know what I'm saying? Um, look, man, his those first two Spider-Man movies. You know, it's like the third one, as Sinister Strange would say, things just got out of hand. <laughs> those 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 first two movies. You know, maybe not the first one as much as the second one, but they hold up. They hold up. The second one is clearly the masterpiece yeah. of those of those oh, three yeah. movies. Uh, but the first one isn't bad, man. The first one's a good fucking movie. And you know, for me, like, that's why, you know, he gets the point for the round. You know, you go two out of three, that's a good percentage. Listen, man. And, like, while the second one had a lot of shortcomings, there were still... Some and, cool, some cool moments. And I'm not putting the full blame on him either. Like the studio wanted him yeah. to like add all of this stuff to the movie that he didn't like. It didn't fit like what he initially wanted to do for the movie. You know what? Here's what I do. I'm gonna give Sam Raimi credit for uh, Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man trilogy wins. Okay. And I'm gonna blame Sony. Oh yeah, you can blame Sony. For its shortcomings. You can blame Sony for its shortcomings. I mean, uh, Morbius. Uh, listen, they got. I, yo, I still have the same Morbius. Uh, let me tell you something. They got really lucky. They got uh, they got really yo, lucky because the script that they've put together for the Venom movies only works because Tom Hardy is such a good fucking actor. Oh, yeah. I agree with uh, that. Those movies only work because of him. You know, you know, there's a post credit scene for uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness at the very end of the movie. Uh, the Vulture comes to recruit Wanda. <laughs> Dude, OK, so so it, it, it makes it makes ze- like zero the, sense. Like the way that they introduce that, like the way that they force that, is so ridiculously stupid. Like it, it makes it. It doesn't make any sense why they would be teaming up together. It makes no sense why he's there, right? It, it's it's very weird, very very weird. I don't know where Sony's going with this. You know, the only thing I I I I will say is that at least. It seems like with Spider-Man, they're taking some, they're, they're clearly taking the advice, of, or not the advice, but they're letting Sony, or they're letting Marvel lead the way, you know? Um, as, as they should. I, for how much longer, who knows? You know, uh, I know that that's always iffy with them and the, the back and forth with the, the movies and, and, you know, Sony wants, Sony wants a bigger, or is always going to want a bigger cut. But they're creating the Spider Verse. Um, I know they have; they're in the process of filming uh, Madam Web right now, um, and they're gonna do that El Muerto movie. I don't know what that's all about. I don't I still don't understand how a person that's a, a character that's only been in two comics ever gets his own movie. You know, but so like they they were saying like 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 I saw some some articles online oh and craven is almost is in production right now with russell crowe in it by the way did you know that russell crowe as who i don't know i don't know but i know that he i i saw that he was in the movie 
You know who Raven or who Craven is, right? Yeah, of course, Craven the Hunter. No, do you know who Craven is? Who's playing Craven? Oh no, uh, oh. Quicksilver. Yeah. Fucking yeah, Wanda's brother is playing fucking Craven. Okay, sure. It's I it it's all very very strange to me. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Russell Crowe is in it. He has a part in the movie. Uh, does not say who he's playing. Um, because as far as El Muerto, they were saying like you know this is you know you know as a Hispanic character and this that, and the third dude. How about how about the freaking white tiger? Uh, I mean, do do like I do remember him? No, I don't. So he was a uh, Hector. Oh, I gotta look it up. Well, like, 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 like th- this is when I was reading the comics from like the fucking sixties and shit. And um, he's like a street level hero. He's a Spider Man guy. Yeah, he, he like he runs with around with, like Spider Man, the Defenders, know, like Luke Cage, Luke Cage. And, yeah, okay, Heroes for Hire. Hector Ayala. Okay. And then it goes to like his sister. Like it's like this uh I think I've seen him in like the newer cartoons. But that might be He, he was actually I'm looking at I'm looking this up right now. He was Marvel's first Hispanic superhero. He's Puerto Rican. There we go. Uh and it's it's like uh it's like there's this charm uh-huh. There's like passed down. That's where the powers of the white tiger come from. Okay. How about Miles Morales, dude? How about a live action Miles Morales movie? Well, that well, that's uh, wrapped up in the whole Spider Man. In the mean. MCU, you think? Well, I mean, the Spider Verse movies are like the Spider Verse is already fucking really, you know, like. Yeah, no, I understand that, but like, do you. I mean, like. It's going to happen eventually. Calmate, calmate, papi, calmate. Well, I mean, I'd rather that than El Muerto. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but you'd rather it done right, too. You know what I'm saying? At the right moment, at the right time. It's not going to be done right if it's done by Sony. They're going to fuck it up. They've already... I'll give them credit where credit's due. They've already done it right with Into the Spider-Verse. Okay. Well, that I put a lot of that on uh, uh, the directors. By the way, you know that one of the directors of the movies is of that movie is from Miami. I think it's uh, uh, Phil Lord, if I'm not mistaken. Um. Anyways, hold on, because now we're looking up into facts here, people, and let's see here. Uh, the directors for oh yeah, Phil Lord and um oh shit, what's the other guy's fucking name? Come on. Anyways, they uh one of them is from Miami. Wait, refresh my memory. Is the El Morto project from Marvel or from Sony? From Sony. Okay, I don't care. From Sony. Auto- automatically, I don't. Yeah, care. it's not a Marvel project. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't care anymore. Yeah, it's not a Marvel <laughs> project. You know what? I am surprisingly looking forward to, even though everything over at DC is getting canceled apparently, but this is already in production. It is uh, the Blue Beetle movie. Oh yeah, Blue Beetle's cool. Uh, cause they got the kid from uh the Karate Kid, 
TV show? I don't, you don't watch the show, do you? Nope. Oh, man. Did you ever watch the movies? Nope. You've I, never I mean, watched? I, I, I've probably seen it. The Karate Kid movies, bro? My God. One day, when we're millionaires, I'm just going to, we're going to spend yeah. like a whole summer together, and I'm just going to make you watch all of the no, movies I watch. No, I'm looking forward to Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is not something I'm looking forward to. So there's been a lot of backlash because people have seen that her powers are looking a little bit different. Green Lantern style. Comic. I don't even see it being Green Lantern style. Yeah, it is. And we and we, we we don't even know yet, okay? I don't know, man. The trailer looked a but little Kevin, cheesy to me. But Kevin Feige said, "Okay, um, I ain't mad at him." In regards to the powers, she came about in a very specific time within the comic book continuity. Okay. She is now coming into a very specific time within the MCU continuity, and those two things didn't match. That's it. Listen. If if the if if the Marvel Godfather says there's a fucking reason, okay. I was literally just thinking Godfather in my head, dude. I literally I was like I was like he's a Godfather, so you know, if he says it, he says it. You know, like, just take it. Take it and deal with it. You come to me on, on the day of the premiere. You come to me. <laughs> you ask me for a favor. <laughs> you ask me about the powers. You come to me. The day of the premiere, you ask me about the powers. Dude. Um, I mean, look, I don't know a lot about the character. So I'm not I I, I here's a here's it's a like, good thing. I can go into it with completely fresh eyes. I don't I really don't know a lot about the character. So whatever they put out and I see, I, I just have to be honest. The the TV shows have been lacking a little bit. Yeah, like I don't have these big uh gigantic expectations, but I'm looking I'm, I'm looking forward to enjoying watching it. The WandaVision thing really played heavily into the into the Doctor Strange. Very heavily. I could see how that was a setup. I, I would say this might be one of the movies where, you know, for the most part, you can really watch any movie standalone. Right. This one. You kind of need like to watch if, it. If, if you're not caught up. Right. You're going to be confused about why Wanda's doing this. Yeah. So what like, what is the, her like status now? This one really now? requires What is her status now with the MCU? Uh presumed dead possibly. I mean, they there was no the Scarlet Witch will return at the end. But we didn't see her die. Right. So I'm She's only presumed dead. She's not actually dead. So you know what I'm saying, but she did bring the whole mountaintop down on top of herself. My nephew and there was, was a red flash. Me. Yes, and, but my nephew was telling me. Shout out to my nephew. I'm not gonna say his name, but shout out to my nephew. He was telling me that he thinks him and his friends. You know, they're 13, right? They're in. They're into it, right? He's like, they think that it's a setup for the House of M. Yeah, but. Everybody thinks it's a setup for the House of M. There's no, there's still no concrete evidence. If if anything, you know, it could be, this could be a long, 
uh, ambling setup towards the house of M. I would say the biggest indicator is uh, the incursion that Clea mentioned. Okay. What do you mean by th- by that? For the th- as the house of M? Yeah, like you know, like like where's that gonna go? What, okay. What what uh what universe are they heading towards and you know possibly incurring with? How crazy was fucking them keeping it? Su- I mean, they kept a lot of things super airtight. Yeah, like, I did not. Like I this, did not. Like this was something that they were actually able to do their marketing campaign, how they wanted to do it. And not you like you had no idea you were going into a movie with Wanda as the main antagonist. You know, you know, I, here's something that I forgot to mention yesterday. The trailer for this movie was excellent because the trailer for this movie gave you maybe the first 20 minutes of this movie. Dude, I hate maybe the first 20 minutes. I hate of this when movie. you see everything in the trailer. There was so and it's like there was things I recognized from the trailer. Right. But it was just, I was just recognizing it. It didn't, it didn't give me any information no. that was taken away. Every going into every scene, you're thinking, you're, you know, you're on the edge of your seat, wondering what, what's going to happen. Where are they going to go next? And also, <laughs> I like how the buildups they give you enough time to kind of like analyze and look around and see what's going on and try to pick up uh, clues, Easter eggs, or just so, clues as to what's going on, what's coming next. So when she punches a hole through reality, it's always in the shape of a star. Yeah, like that's her thing. That's her thing. Like I, I noticed that, and I was like, "Is that her thing?" Like, like, e- like even when she punched the glass cage or plexiglass. Oh yeah, that's whatever, right. Like the cracks were in the shape of a star. Okay, okay. So like, like in the comics, she has like some amount of like super strength in regards to striking some sort of flight as well. Okay. You know, like she has a little mix up of powers. Well, I noticed like, I thought it was really strange, uh, no pun intended, um, that at the end they have her at Kamatage, like learning how to do magic. Like is she a magical being or can anybody just learn how to do magic? You know what I'm saying? Like the, I, I, I was thinking about that too, but and you know, in, in regards to her comic book team affiliations, which are not that noteworthy, right? It kind of like okay, like you know, like they can put her anywhere. Okay, like, okay. And no, but since, what and it, since she's already in the custody, that's not of Wong and Strange. It just kind of makes sense for her to take a residency there and make the most of it. No, that's not what I meant. Like I get that. Okay, what I meant was like. Could it be well, anybody like, off the street that they could teach to do well, that shit? You know what I'm saying? Or do you have to have like special I, 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 abilities? I think you to probably got to have a knack for it. Okay, because like because what this Ned does it. Ned does it. Like have a certain aptitude. Well, Ned does it in fucking in the Spider-Man movies. That might you know that that's probably the biggest stretch in the plausibility. But it's, the, it's, but it's one of those things where you're gonna let it go because of. You got Tobey Maguire what, like, and Andrew it, Garfield out of it. <laughs> in their con- I still wish, like, in their conversations, they would have filled out a little of the latest happenings more. As in, like, when they're he's like, you know, guys don't have the Avengers or fight an alien, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, like, the, the only thing they indicated, even though, 
you know, due to like especially Tobey Maguire being older, right? There's like clearly like a lapse of time. But the only thing they made direct references to were things that happened on screen in the movies, and that was a bit of a shortcoming for me. Okay, I I still think it's one of the greatest lines ever s- said in the Marvel universe. Was uh. Did you bring your costume, or are you going to go dressed as a Christian youth pastor? (laughs) (laughs) That's but yo, the way he pulled his collar down and had it like that was like a super comic accurate moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. that was dope. That was dope. You know, you know, there were apparently they worked uh, on the Doctor Strange movie and with uh, the No Way Home movie. Like they, you know, like I was reading an interview where he was talking about, you know, we worked very closely with them. Where they would make a slight change, ripple effect, and we would have to make like a huge change and change. Right, all these right, things. right, right, right. Well, is that? Do you think that's the reason why the movie was delayed so much? Because the movie got pushed back a couple of times. I think. Yeah, most definitely. I think that's the reason why. Because he was talking about that, like we would have like regular meetings, and they would keep us appraised of any changes, and then we'd have to. Well, Remy was also working on on. Uh, you said he was working on No Way Home as well, right? As like a production, I guess, like consultant. No, I never said that. Didn't you say that yesterday? That Sam, that the director of No of of Doctor Strange was working on on No Way Home, or like no. helping. Oh, I thought you said no. That. The thing I said was Kevin Feige worked with Remy on the original Spider Man trilogy. Oh, and that they have a relationship back from. There. Oh, okay, okay. I was confused. I'm sorry. But so, like, with that in mind, and also in mind that in Spider Man Two, Doctor Strange was referenced by name, right? I feel like they could have even gone a little bit further uh. somewhere, <laughs> and because like you think there'd be a Doctor Strange then, and mm-hmm. like at Tobey Maguire's world, right? And I don't know, like maybe there's something eh. else there to explore. Well, I mean, look, you only have so much time. But, you know? but but I do. And they did a great job. You were talking about it earlier. They did a great job with the pacing of the movie, man. You know? But, the you know, the Spider-Verse uh, has always been, like, a little bit separate from a lot of multiverse going on. Going on. Mm-hmm. Because they're connected by, like, the web of life. And so there's this thing that, like, only, you know, like, spider totems are in tune with. Okay. And uh, cause like, have you have you read the original plot line with like Moreland, who no. was like, he like he embodies this like, he's basically like a natural predator of spider beans. Okay. And so like, there's this whole thing. It starts with this dude Ezekiel, who's a spider totem, and then like there's even like you know like a Nazi, the you know the African spider god. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's funny that you mentioned that because I was actually just picked up American Gods at the library, but like in the oh, yeah. uh, in in the comic book form. Oh, okay. It was it was dope. Uh, I was I didn't check it out because I was like I already read the book, but the oh you know how the opening of the book, yeah, the book is good, yeah is is that the Anansi right is that correct Anansi Anansi I think Anansi yeah um it was dope uh but I didn't know like. I don't know a lot about the Spider-Verse outside of, like, some of the cartoon stuff has referenced it. Like, I never really read any of those comic books. Um, But, and obviously the fucking Miles Morales 
you know, into the Spider-Verse, which was sick. Um, and again, wonderful performance by Nick Cage. Just, you know, I throw that out there. By the way, I was talking about that movie again today. I want to see <laughs> a Nick, the Nicolas Cage Ghost Rider again. Let the rider ride again. <laughs> he should pass the mantle to whoever whoever the new one is. Like, that's yo, how they should do it. Yo, I, I just had a vision. I just had a vision. On screen. Nicolas Cage and Wesley Snipes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Come on. That is. Come on. Oh, come on, man. That's actually come good. On. <laughs> come on. Yeah, no, that that would be dope as fuck. Um, Wesley, you know, that, speaking of trilogies and and the third one going wrong, because we were talking about Spider-Man, those Blade movies, the first one, fucking epic. Everybody knows that. The opening scene for the first Blade movie, well, you know, is, it, 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 it still was, holds up. It's just so fucking awesome. Like, it, it fell victim to what all uh, the downfall of all series uh continuations where instead of uh like I was reading um about the their attitude going into the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Mm-hmm. And you know that's where a lot of sequels and trilogies have their downfall where they just try to do the first movie again. And you know so, like the second movie, you know, a lot of the times like characters grow like it needs to be a, a new movie it can't just be the same movie well the second one is good it's good but it's not i as think this i see oh you really you think the first one's better than the second one like the, like the second one's good but it doesn't it's not better Dude, the worst one is the third one yeah and that, for, yeah, and, and that, sure. that 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 movie is killed by wesley snipes and but I think it's the third one that gives us that line where the scientist oh. is like, I, I can't I can't give you the codes. They're going to kill me. And Blade's like, <laughs> he's like, there's like a, a split second where Blade just pauses in disbelief. He's like, motherfucker, I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. That movie was really I'm, bad. I'm pretty sure there's the third movie. That and just for that line, the whole movie's worth it. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so, man. Uh, that's a movie that even Ryan Reynolds couldn't save. Like, and he that that's one movie where he also didn't make it better necessarily. No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, um that's also like the Wolverine movie. Now that's the opposite. The worst out of that trilogy is the first one. The second one is Yo, good, wait, and the third one it, is classic. Ryan Reynolds has been in a lot of really bad superheroes. Bad yes, yes, <laughs> yes, he has. But thank you, Jesus, for the Deadpool movies. Do you know why he did the Deadpool movie? Do you, or do you know why he played Deadpool in the Wolverine movie? Why? So he was told by the studio that if he didn't take the role they would never allow him to play uh deadpool so he played the character he already wanted to play the character he had been wanting to play the character for a while and so 
he took the role because he was afraid that he would never get a chance to play, even though it was he knew that it wasn't what that character you know, would be. Before they did that ghastly transformation to him, that was a fucking sick scene in the elevator where he's slicing up the bullets with the swords. Dude, that was fucking Jedi level shit. That at first that that movie was a movie that at first when it started you were like, oh, this is gonna be like. This, this has the potential to be a good movie. And then right after that scene where Wolverine leaves, it just becomes like, it is it is a downfall from there. Like it is not, it was not very well done. Now, I like the Wolverine. I thought that was, it's that's one of my favorite ones when he's in Japan. Yeah, it was good, but it wasn't great. It, it was good. It was good, right? It was good. But then they fucking closed it out with a masterpiece. Logan was a masterpiece. Think so? Logan was a masterpiece, dude. Lo- Logan was the best way to close that character out. Gotta watch it again. You know what I'm about to finally watch is uh, The Joker. With Joaquin? Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin? So and, you're finally about to watch and, it? And partly in Doom, I'll finally get around to it because I found out Pusha T likes it so much. Oh. Apparently Pharrell when they were making his latest album, it's almost dry. And he's telling Push, he's like, bro, like your personality, like you are the Joker. Uh. So he's like, they watched the movie, he loved it. And then he's like, when we were in the studio making songs, we had the Joker on mute playing in the background the whole time. Uh. And if the music didn't fit, the, the, mo- the, the what was on screen, right? if the verse didn't fit, they changed it? We changed it. Like That's interesting. So Pharrell produced half the album and Kanye produced half the album. And he also has this laugh that Pharrell psych, uh um cycles a lot. Who Pusher T's laugh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he his is fucking laugh. And he Pharrell he puts in like cause he says that Push is, is very like a very like karmic person. So he puts this laugh at these key pivotal points. He's like, that's his real genuine laugh. And right. it's just like this fucking ha ha ha. And he's like, the moment was really fitting because like he'll laugh like that when he thinks you got what you deserved. Okay. And so like with that in mind, I'm like, I gotta watch the joke. Now you gotta watch the joke. I you know, I liked it. It was good. It, it was great. It was great. It wasn't good, it was great. Uh but at the end of the day, man, like and I get it. I get it. This is like, this is a completely different, it might not even be the Joker that we like, Yo, know, you know what I'm when, saying? When there's, when there's, like sometimes it doesn't have to be all comic booky. You know, like right. a, a character is a character. And you and when you, when you do a great thing with a character, you do a great thing with a character. Dude, well, he does a great thing with a character in this movie. I mean, he's, he, it's, it's, it's it's extremely well done, but I tell you what else is really well done. What? Todd Phillips fucking directed the shit out of this movie. Like this, the the way that this movie looks, like you feel like you're in New York in 1970. You know what I'm saying? Like it's gritty, it's dirty. It feels like a a, a um. It, you know, it almost feels like Taxi Driver in a way. I guess that's a a Martin Scorsese movie from like you know Mean Streets. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those 70s kind of studio independent movies. It was really good, man. Uh, But 
as far as like comic book wise, like with the Batman storyline involved, nobody's ever done it as good as Heath Ledger did it. Nobody's done it ever. Like it, it, that's that's literally the bar. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the first guy to win an, and it's obviously after he passed away, but he's the first guy to win an Oscar for playing a comic book character. You know what I'm saying? Like he he, he took it to the next fucking level. Um, and you know Joaquin did it too playing the same character won an oscar for it but uh i i just think like in the batman universe itself with batman heath ledger's joker is the best valid yeah so it's a sidestep a little bit sidestep hit me with the sidestep in south asia there's uh a growing problem Lady boys. <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? People keep smoking scorpions. Oh. To get high. Smoking scorpions? Explain this to me, please. Here, here's why it's a problem. Explain this to me, please. The high can last anywhere. From 10 hours <laughs> to three days. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, wh- okay. It's what said kind to of be high? so powerful that it outranks heroin. Oh, like that kind of high. And apparently it's such a good high that it's worth it because you spend around about the first six hours in pain while your body adjusts to the toxins. So you have to go through hell to get to heaven. Okay. So here's ten hours. Here's my question. To three days. Here's my question. Who? It's like I, this who's, is my who, qu- who's the first one that? It's <laughs> always my question. Who's the first guy that licked that the toad a, that put a scorpion in the grinder <laughs> and then smoked it? Anybody got any backwoods? Anybody got any backwoods? Hey. Get that scorpion. <laughs> like I like I I I just I want like I I would love the history of that. Like where does that come from, right? Like is that like some shaman shit? Was that like in the bush somewhere and then like fucking somebody got a <laughs> like who's that? like where? Why? Is it any any scorpion will do this, or is it a specific scorpion? What's <laughs> <laughs> like, you, know, you know? I have questions, man. I, you can't give me facts like that. I have questions because so six hours in pain. Six so basically for six hours your body is fighting a venom, and then you're lit for what ten hours. So the whole process could be anywhere from like 16 hours to three days. Three days. <laughs> you, that you, is not a door I want to open. Oh, okay, so like, you know, you got to poop on yourself, right? Like you got to <laughs> pee on yourself. Like if you're fucked up, if you're that fucked up and it's like heroin. Well, probably like your, your body's probably ceasing functions. You're probably just immobile. It's also, that might be true. I, Which is why apparently it's a growing problem. Oh, uh, well, I mean, so it's South Asia, huh? What is South Asia? Like India? Let's check the map. 
I think South Asia, South Asia is India. Um, that can't be good, dude. That cannot be. You know, have you heard of that shit, uh, crocodile, 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 that they do in oh, yeah. in in Russia? That sounds familiar. They fucking dude. It like melts pieces of your skin off. Wow, the world's a really big place. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> that was mean. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you ever been in a, uh, a airplane and like look down, realize you can't even see shit. Yeah, people are. <laughs> it's we're in we're insignificant, infantile, right? Is that, is that the word infantile? Infantile. Infantile. Wait, where's my Batman mask? <laughs> Forget it. Uh, speaking of history, mm-hmm. uh, I just recently found out what Bicycle Day was. Bicycle Day. Explain to the audience what Bicycle Day which, is. Which apparently is to honor uh, like the founding of the effects of LSD by Albert Hoffman, who's the one that first synthesized it five years previously. Uh and then not with that intention <laughs> and a, apparently like inadvertently dosed himself. Yeah. Dosed himself. Yeah. And you know, cause this is in Switzerland where they get around on bicycles. So his lab assistant takes him home on a bicycle. <laughs> That's why it's called, it was christened bicycle days some years later, maybe, or maybe in the eighties. So do, so in Switzerland does, I mean, I guess everybody rides bike anyway, but do they ride bike on fucking, uh, acid? Well, he didn't ride the bike. He was being taken home. Oh. So, like, apparently he was, uh, so this is his quote. He was affected by a remarkable restlessness combined with a slight dizziness. Then he gets home and he lays down and he said, I sank into a not unpleasant, intoxicated-like condition characterized by an extremely stimulated imagination. <laughs> and in a dreamlike I'd state, say, I'd say so. With eyes closed, as he found the daylight to be unpleasantly glaring, I perceived an uninterrupted stream of fantastic pictures, ex- extraordinary shapes with intense kaleidoscopic play of colors for about two hours. On his first trip? Uh, yeah, I believe that was the first one. Nice. Have you ever read uh, Through the Doors of Perception? No, what's that? Uh, I believe it's by Aldous Huxley, um, and he chronicles, like, he, he gets administered LSD by a physician, and uh, his wife chronicles, like, what is happening to him and, like, what he's saying he's seeing and, like, what he's experiencing, and then he writes some of it as well. Um, it's fucking interesting. It's only like 75 pages what, or something. What's it called? Like, through the Doors of Perception. That's where the Doors got their name. The band, The Doors. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, uh, so Hoffman, before he reached this point, you know, after he, he, uh, his lab assistant got him home, um, at first his condition rapidly deteriorated as he struggled with feelings of anxiety, alternating in his beliefs that the next door neighbor was a malevolent witch that... The LSD had poisoned him. He was going insane. <laughs> when uh, when they called a house doctor and when they arrived, they found no physical abnormalities save for uh, his incredibly dilated pupils. And after they were able to reassure him that he was fine, that's when his terror began to give way 
and that's when he was able to experience the euphoric sensations. Could you imagine being the first guy to fucking trip balls like that on acid and you have no idea what's happening to you? Scary. No idea. But little by little, I could begin to enjoy the unprecedented colors and plays of shapes that persisted behind my closed eyes. Kaleidoscopic, fantastic images surged in on me, alternating, variegated opening and then closing themselves in circles and spirals, exploding in colored fountains, rearranging and hybridizing themselves in constant flux. That's fucking dope. I showed you that picture of what it must have looked like in 1943. You're yeah. tripping balls, man. You can see these fucking cars and... The architecture, everything was completely different. And imagine being in a beautiful place like fucking Switzerland. Switzerland. Oh, my God. That would be just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. While I'm thinking about it. Um, Talk to me. So you don't know anything about Naruto. Not a, not a goddamn but thing. <laughs> there was something that really was reminiscent of. I, I, I didn't put my finger on it until after I watched the movie. The... When the when when someone was using the dark code, right? They mm-hmm. had a tendency to whatever they chose to like inflict magic upon, like uh-huh. burn it to a crisp, right? Which was really reminiscent of a specific power in Naruto called Amateur Su, which is like someone that's uh, <clears throat> um. Someone in the Uchiha clan that's awakened their Sharingan. Oh. That's that's a power they have where they can. It's this black flame that once they put it on a target, it's on. It can never. It, there's no sub. It can't be put out until that target is burnt to nothing. Oh, and uh, so uh, you you saw that several times, like the way the book of the Vishanti got burned. Like, well, with, she does the way she does it to the dude who's like stretching. In yeah. and she just like incinerates him. And then like when she uh, finally immobilized Zombie Strange. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right, because she burns like half his face off. That's right. I forgot so about I thought, that. I thought that was kind of interesting. I mean, it could pro- just probably a coincidence, you know. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, like this is the coincidence. How cool did Zombie Strange look, bro? You didn't think he would? I, yeah. It, it it you know what it felt like old school zombie movie it felt like it felt like night no, the, of the, the living way he, dead the way he was moving at first the tick yo the way yeah. he was when he <laughs> when he's zombie strange is talking to america yeah and like his the fucking <laughs> inner muscles of his, his jaw, jaw are, yeah uh you know the best inner jaw muscle thing that i ever saw that i really liked was in uh the dark knight when oh, two face gets, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's completely unrealistic, but it's fucking awesome, dude. I'm. I can't wait to finally see Mephisto or Kathan or Cthulhu or Nightmare uh, in one of these movies. Yeah, I. You know, I. I listen, I. I. I wonder. The only thing that makes me question whether they'll ever do it or not is that they would lose the Chinese market for that. Well, you they, know, they, they're already not showing Dr. Strange too. No, I think they and, changed it. No, no, they didn't. They didn't. They, Cause they don't want to take out the scene with the two mothers. Right. 
So, I mean, I guess I guess they're taking a stand there, but... Well, it, it's like one way or the other. So, like, number one, like, hell is referenced. Kathan is directly referenced, named. Right. right. And it's like when you look at it, the motivation is so it's like, what's the dark hole known for doing? It summoning demons. It it corrupts its user, right? Right. And the downfall with that is like, you know, Wanda's twisted motivation was based around her kids. And faced with that, she could not go further along that path. That's when she kind of regained herself right faced with her kids seeing her right well right seeing that version of her no like seeing her what she was doing and that's when she finally won over the dark holds hold on her right right? but it's, it's like i was saying the the dark hold manipulation clearly had a goal which was to extract and possess america chavez's power Right. That and so the it it latched on it found its way to Wanda, latched on and utilized her as a because, scarlet witch. Because they even posed that to her at one point. Like why do you why do you why do you need to kill her? Like you could just like she already had her in possession. Right. And brought her to her. She could have already gone anywhere at that point. But she needed to extract the power, right? The four, uh, what is it? The, you know, this is called the Knights of Wondergore. Right. That were there, mm-hmm. clearly expecting her. She didn't leave them there. Right. These fucking four demonic beings were left there for her to ensure and safeguard her in this process. And That's an and, interesting. And when you look at that, it's like America Chavez can go through different universes, right? Dimensions. So why would the person who wrote the dark hold want to possess that for themselves? Because they must be trapped in a universe, a reality dimension that they can't get out of. Listen, I, I here's the thing. What you're telling me right now makes sense in long format storytelling. Like that's what I'm saying. But and look at the long, you know, phase one. Right. Was just like there was no Thanos, you know, until like the end of Phase Two, and there was no direct confrontation. No, there was, there was a, a Thanos is at the end of Phase One, uh, at the end of Avengers. He's the he's the post credit scene at the end of Avengers. You know what I'm saying? So you got through a whole entire phase. Oh yeah. Okay. 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 I got you. you know I got what I'm you. Saying? Yes. 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 And then it was a whole entire phase just going up against his, you know, lieutenants. Right. And then it was a whole entire phase, and there's no really direct confrontation with them until the end of phase three, and, you know, little skirmishes here and there right. culminating, you know what I'm saying? Long form. Gotcha. Gotcha. I, I see what you're saying. Like, the baddie took three phases to, you know, almost at the end of three phases right. to finally have the showdown. I guess you could do that, too. And it's clear that Doctor Strange, at least to me, it's clear that Doctor Strange is taking over the tony stark mantle of being right. the head of the mcu at this point you know there's no more captain america there well i mean you know chris evans is captain america there's no more tony stark no, it's like the old guard is stepping down and 
that 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 that's really a good balance between managing the realities of actors fulfilling their contracts right. and story arcs and having that balance. You know, phase out Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, phase right. out Chris Evans Captain America, phase out Chris Hemsworth uh, as Thor. Thor. Which I don't know if they're phasing him out. I don't know if I don't. He, I think he might stick around for a couple more, depending on how well I this mean, one does. But either you know? either way, we have James, you know, and they coexist in the comics too. There's uh, it, like he's like, but Valkyrie's already king of Asgard right now, right? You know, like we we don't we have we have a Sea Love and Thunder, so we have no idea how that's going to leave it off. I but, mean, but they've already set up. Or they've they've already shown. They've already got Jane Foster, the Mighty Thor. Yeah, I don't know. I think her deal is just a one picture deal. I don't think she's back in the MCU. Like we'll see. She had a really bad experience. I, I from the only reason why she did this is because she really she loves uh this guy. Uh, I guess everybody does. Uh, the director, uh, Tio Wakiti. But dude, it's like T Dubs. I I I I remember. I'm recollecting something about misgivings about being like a like a side minor character or whatever so you know this is like a whole different thing she's the the main attraction she is and those guns those guns look good fucking padme <laughs> uh th- that the one thing i the one thing I, I am going to expect from thor love and thunder and i can already tell from the trailer it's going to deliver is the fantastic beauty of oh, yeah. the way he oh, yeah. shoots, man. It's Dude, it looks so cool, the man. The first time I watched the movie on Shrooms, it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Okay. And I let me tell you, I dreamed in colors. <laughs> uh and I felt colors and emotions to I felt colors and I saw emotions. Oh, 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 nice, nice. In the movie, while you were watching the movie? Yeah. And then, like, I laid back, and I was just there. Like, I was just still experiencing it just after the That's movie crazy. was over. I can't, I, I, can, I could never do that, man. I could never eat, like, mushrooms and then, like, sit down and, like, try to watch any kind of movie like that. I, I would have to be out in nature. It's too intense. It's just, I, I feel it too much. You know, then I want to jump on. Like, I saw Spider-Man, the first one, the Tobey Maguire one on Shrooms. And that got a little crazy. <laughs> that got a little nuts. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> You're a champ. You're a champ. Where are we at in time? About time to wrap things up. Oh. Always the saddest part of the night. When yeah. I got to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what thank you for being a friend for traveling down the road and back again getting a dick joke in oh. before before we finish the episode oh you're welcome you're welcome brilliant thank you you're an, <laughs> you're an artist you're an artist sir. you know sometimes people don't appreciate my art form and i'm glad you do thank you you're Thank an you. Art, you're an artist. And I, I'm going to sing it to you on our way out. Thank you for being a friend, traveling down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant.
All righty then. That's the Golden Girls. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Thank you for being a friend. Shows, 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 shows,